Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Fear the Walking Dead, an unofficial podcast about the AMC original series, Fear the Walking Dead. My name is Masamabu, and I've watched every episode of the series so far. So if you are tuning into this show for the first time, what I do here is basically discuss everything up and including the current week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead. This week, we will be talking about the two-part season finale, which is titled Wrath and the episode The North. To find more Here to Walking Dead podcasts on film-book.com, just search up the term Here to Walking Dead. You can also email us at podcast at film-book.com with Here to Walking Dead in the subject line. So this season has been a bumpy ride, and Fear the Walking Dead did manage to close out the second season with a really strong two-parter with episodes 14 and 15. And it really took us to a really dangerous territory regarding with uh, Travis. As I talked about in the past few podcasts, Madison's no-violence policy, you know, eventually would end up haunting her. I just had no idea that Travis would actually become the danger or the perpetrator and that he would be willing to go so far even to end up accidentally killing Oscar in the process of, you know, ending up trying to put his rage onto Derek and Brandon. It was a really powerful moment. And yes, Travis did begin to show his uh, frustrating character during uh, this past season. But his storyline with Chris, starting with the decision in, you know, during the mid-season finale to stay with his son in order to reach out to him, really did wonders for him. I mean, throughout seeing Chris and, you know, having him hitch a ride with uh, these uh, bandits, uh, we really got to see how right Travis was in his attempt to become a good man in this terrible world, which then made his murder of those two awful uh, dude bros, which, you know, ended up being brought out from his guilt for leaving Chris behind with them, even more shocking. And it worked out tremendously. More often than most, uh, this show does tend to go up and down at certain points, you know, in, in you know, some of these episodes. But to put it plainly, um, a lot of the choices that the main characters made were either didn't make sense from a you know motivational standpoint, or they just felt too naive given the status of you know the world that they're living in. In here, the show did end up going you know forward, and it really felt that it was going the right direction. I was really surprised, you know, in a couple of times over these past two episodes, and it wasn't in a bad way at all. Travis, you know, ended up taking out his rage and killing those guys was huge. Even with Alicia killing Andres, you know, in order to defend Travis. I mean, I never really cared about any of these people in the hotel. But at least we did get a few scenes here and there showing us just how Alicia ended up 
befriending some of these people. So, you know, that moment pretty much played really big, especially given how much of a, you know, disconnection there has been be in the past between her and Travis. More shocking moments during the season finale included Strand, who ended up staying behind at the hotel, and Nick ending up leading the entire Tijuana community into the arms of these crazy gun-totting mercenaries. And then the fact that Chris was actually dead the whole time, as far as we know. It was all being told by Brandon and Derek, but given how scared they were for their lives, why admit that they murdered Chris? I mean, it just had to be real, right? I really liked how the reveal came about as well, because we knew that they were both lying. We just didn't know what they were lying about. I mean, in an instant, perhaps, our minds ended up thinking, well, I mean, they're probably lying about Chris because, you know, he's probably alive out there. But as it turns out, they were just lying about how he died. So they turned on Chris as soon as he was injured. And then they ended up going by their code of leaving dead weight behind. The thing that tr Travis was most scared about was their disloyalty to one another and how the, that disloyalty pays off. And so the way the information ended up unraveling itself really helped sell Travis's uh, rage into a full-on uh, murder spree because he just started buying into their first story and coming to terms with his son's death and then there, just boom, out of there, he, the lie he was able to expose out of him, and then his guilt suddenly took over. After Madison and her family, you know, left the hotel, you know, taking that gate out of the way, I mean, I guess anyone would be willing to do that, uh, the story did begin to go down a little bit, but... What I really wanted to see was more of Travis dealing with, with his deed, uh, with his, um, you know, knowing that he ended up murdering someone. But the show ended up moving forward past that into the Superstore so that Madison could end up tracking down Nick. And with that in mind as well, uh, Carlos's big raid onto Alejandro's camp ended up being sort of a an event that was really nothing at all. I mean, Alejandro, who'd been exposed as a fraud during the first half of the finale, did find some redemption by driving the bus out of the gateway and releasing all the walkers. But there was really no, really no conflict there. I mean, it did remind me of how, how down it was with the governor's first raid on the prison you know, during the end of uh, Season 3 of The Walking Dead. Though, because the raid did feel weak, the, the predicament between Nick and Lucy faced right at the end when they ended up getting shot and beat down by, you know, the armed thugs came as a pretty nice surprise. Nick ended up not being the savior, but he did lead everyone into a more dangerous predicament.
At least back at the camp, they were all prepared to fight back. But over here, they just got ambushed. I mean, of course, you have to think, too, that just because Nick saw a helicopter didn't immediately mean everyone was going to be safe and then be become saved. I mean, going through Season 1 alone, we know just how dangerous these refugee camps and quarantine zones could actually end up being. I just wanted to bring up a few things before we ended here. First, I did continue to enjoy the fact that walking around with gut smeared all over once up is a pretty much a thing on this show that happens a lot. I mean, I never understood why Rick and the company didn't just end up using this tactic more over onto the original show, considering how much you know they found out that it has become a really huge help. Also, there was the gruesome moment in Raph when the walker bit off this guy's nose and a nurse's finger and then got its eyes gouged out by Nick. I mean, it is a gory franchise, but that really stood out to me. All I can think was just how badly I wanted those specific things to happen to Derek and Brandon. But needless to say, I'm really happy that things did turn out the way it did for them. So, Fear the Walking Dead ends up finishing this shaky second season on a satisfying note with some huge surprises in a brutal way and then we had some really gruesome moments too. Travis's beatdown and murder of Derek and Brandon was really well done as well as the consequences of those actions which ended up you know taking an innocent person's life in the end. Over into Nick's side of the story I mean, we all knew that Alejandro would be exposed as a fraud at some point. But everything was handled pretty well, and Nick got to save the day. Well, up until the very end, at least. Well, without having to rush in and, you know, physically protecting people. Like, you know, what you would see in you know, action movies. I mean, Fear the Walking Dead's uh, double episode finale, chaos was everywhere. And... You know, we really got to end up on a really different place as we did during the first episodes of season two. So I'm actually pretty hyped to see where this all goes down when Fear the Walking Dead returns for its third season next year. But that's it for me, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Here the Walking Dead. You can find more of my work on film-book.com. Just search up my name, Muffs and Mabu, or you can search up the show, Here the Walking Dead. If you guys have any comments for me, you can also find me on Twitter at Muffs and NY. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or another podcast service, please rate and review this awesome episode. I think you guys will pretty much enjoy it. If you are listening to this podcast on our YouTube channel, Filmbook Podcasts, Please like our video, subscribe to our channel, and even leave us a comment in the comment section. So that's it from me for this season of Fear the Walking Dead. I hope you guys tune in uh, when Fear the Walking Dead returns for its new season uh, next year. Thanks for listening, Dead Walkers. We'll see you next time.